not sure if Riley Morgan's got phrases he rolls out. What he does roll out on a Friday is tips. Race tips for us on Sports Breakfast and generally winning tips. I'll put the pressure on him now. He has to deliver after that wind-up. Hello to you, Morgs. Morning, JL. How are you, mate? Good. Now, you've had a week off. You've gone back to the drawing board. You've had a little mini pre-season and you've come back at the right time because the spring racing carnival's well underway. Uh, it's a big weekend here, but, of course, the real entertainment will be over in Melbourne at Flemington over the next few days. Yeah, I hope so. Well, it's, uh, it's a big weekend of racing, uh, obviously, with Derby Day over in over in Melbourne, one of my personal favourite days of racing of the year. And over here, we're treated to a, a really good card as well with the, the Asian Bow, which is one of the key traditional sort of lead-ups for the railway and gives a pretty good indication, this race, of, of the horses that are going to be the main chances heading to that race. You look you look past a few past winners. You've got Inspirational Girl last year, Western Empire, and uh, Galaxy Star as well. Lots of uh, Cerise and White Horses that were able to win the Asian Bow and then go on to win, win the railway. All right, so how many winners are you going to give us for tomorrow? Hopefully a couple, Wayne. That'd be nice uh, after a little, uh, little freshen up. All right. Where were we starting? We'll start off in we'll start off in race number five here. There's a horse in there's a horse in for S J Miller by the name of Saintorio. Now I've got plenty of time for this horse. He, he's a three year old on the minimum or, or close to the minimum up against the older horses. And he's on a he's on a WA Guineas path. And I really liked uh, how hard he chased last up behind another really impressive three year old called All the King's Men, who's a, who's a very nice horse in in his own right. And think that. It's a proven formula at the time of year. Well, it's working at the moment anyway. The the three-year-olds up against the older horses who have who have majority of them have met their mark. So I think with Santorio, he gets a nice map. He should be able to follow the speed across that's drawn drawn out wider uh, in the barriers, and he should be able to follow the speed across and, and land in a nice spot and run a really good race. So pretty keen race five Santorio. All right, that's number eleven. Race five, number eleven. Your second tip. We go to race six now. Race six, number eight, Snipperucci. Now I'll make this my best of the day, but if, in race number three, I'm not going to come on the show and tip a tip a horse at a dollar eighty because there's, there's no real fun in that. But I think all show in race three is one of the the better dollar eighty pops you will see going around in that race. But we'll make this the best of the day, Snipperucci. I thought her trial was huge outside a, a key danger here in in Acro Mantula, and I think this race might shape quite similarly to that trial. She just sat on the shoulder of, of Acro Manchelay in the trial and cruised past him late and think that she can repeat the dose here. They look to map pretty similarly. Acro Manchelay should find the top and Stiparucci should be able to just land on his outside and I think she's capable of going past and has come back a superior animal. Loves what she was able to do last preparation. So pretty keen. All right, very keen on race six, number eight, Sniparucci. Um Are we having a bet in the Prince of Wales? Prince of Wales, not for me, Wayne. But yep. if we are going to have a bet in one of the features, the Prince of Wales is a difficult race. It's uh, it's really open, and there's still, from what I've heard on the radio this morning, there could be a few key scratchings uh, before the race. So I'm just letting that one go for now. It looks a little bit tricky at this stage with a bit of uncertainty around how that final field will actually shape up. But if we are going to have a bet in the feature, one of the features anyway, in the Asian Bow, there's a couple of odds that I will throw out here who I'm I'm happy to... Happy to have something on. Uh, the, the first of those being number two, last of the line uh, for, for SJ Miller again. Another SJ Miller runner, so a bit of a trend for me on Saturday. Hopefully he has a good day out. But I thought this horse was huge in the in the Eurythmic, and he's a, he has a flawless second up record. He's, he's three from three 
uh, second up. So obviously he clearly makes great improvement from his first run to his second run. He, I think he maps beautifully here to land one out, one back from the from the draw and, and take luck out of the equation, which is something a lot of the, the other fancies in the market won't be offered from their barriers. You, you've got the likes of Alaskan God, Devoted, Tricks of the Trade, all pretty hard in the market, all drawn all drawn out, which needing some luck. So I think Last of the Line will run you a really good each-way race at the price. And Treasured Star is an interesting one. I was pretty disappointed, as many were, with the with the first-up effort. It was a, a train wreck from a horror gate on a really on-pace day. But I think if you can forgive that effort, Wayne, the, the, this, was, this horse was once the railway favourite and is now being offered at close to double figures in a race that she needs to win to actually gain a start in that race. So... I love that Clint Johnston-Porter goes on. She's drawn a barrier. I'm more than happy to take the double figures on offer to see if she's made of a bit more than what we potentially saw first up. All right. So that means I would have thought that your next bet is going to be in race nine. Have you got another special for us there? Yeah, it is. In race nine, it's the, it's the Joan Parnham 90th birthday handicap, and Neville Parnham stable is going along as well as ever. Uh, in my opinion, at the moment, so I think in the last we'll start up with with the Parnham runner to win the uh, win the Joan Parnham handicap Brooklyn PR. This horse has been racing, racing really well and really consistently, and been really enjoying just getting back to Ascot and and getting back on top of the ground. He was just grabbed in the shadows of the post last start by Tricks of the Trade, who's a who's a really good horse and goes around well in the market in the Asian Bow, and and the start prior to that was second to Carly's Karma who will also be a pretty good chance in the Asian Bow if she can gain a start as the first emergency, but was really good in that race, which has since proven to be a, a pretty hot form race as well. So I think there was only two horses in the last. I had marked in double figures, those being Brooklyn Pier and Ginger Green, who I think are the two winning chances. But a bit of romance, I think, for the Joan Parnham 90th birthday handicap that Brooklyn Pier can be taking out the last from a, a really good draw. All right, so we've got... Uh, sorry, Jacob, yeah. race five, number well. 11, race six, number eight, as the special, race nine, number three, and if if you're having a bet in um, race eight, two and 15 will be a nice little each way. As perfect, perfect one. Good lad. Hey, I've got a football question for you, Morgs. Have you decided whether you're going around again at Subi or not yet? Or is that something you're still weighing up? No, nah, we're going to we're going to go around again, Jail. Uh, we're going to go back to pre-season. Um, uh, we had our exit interviews a couple of weeks ago and decided that um, I'll, I'll certainly go back to pre-season. I enjoy that sort of aspect of getting back uh, around the group and, and helping helping build up that sort of fitness base heading towards the, the practice games. But we'll definitely go back and, and give it another crack anyway and did, see how we go. Did you just say on radio you enjoy pre-season? Oh, I enjoy the aspect of it that it keeps you it keeps you fit and healthy in, at a time of year where there can be plenty going on that, that, uh, that can contradict that, that's for sure. <laughs> You're just making sure you're covering all bases if Bo Woodman's listening this morning. But it's uh, a very good answer. Absolutely. Absolutely. And wish you well. Back at the Lions in 2023 with pre-season not far away. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks, boys. Pleasure as always. Riley Morgan joining us. Uh, he's going around again at Subi, second season at the Lions, having started a Claremont Reserves Premiership player this year and hoping to push into the league team.